Hello everyone and welcome to Forever Faithful Marriage Secrets, where I share my most intimate secrets on how you can grow and thrive in your marriage while separated due to deployments. My name is Liz Hauser and I know marriage life in the military certainly has its ups and its downs, but deployment doesn't have to be all tears and drama. Join me today as I share with you a different way to create a marriage that is fully committed, intentionally loving, and creatively connected even while you're separated. Hello, welcome to Forever Faithful Marriage Secrets. I'm Liz Hauser and I'm so glad that you're joining me today. Do you ever feel like every little thing just sets your emotions off when your husband is deployed? Does your world fall apart when something doesn't go as planned? I swear, it's like we're on continual PMS when our husbands are gone, right? We're just so darn sensitive and everything just feels like our world is falling apart and we just can't function, right? Let me share with you a story. When my husband was on his year-long deployment and my boys were little, they were two and three and a half years old, we went to the lake. I was super excited because it was one of my favorite lakes to go to. And um, they didn't, they weren't that interested in playing in the lake. So I was like, oh, bummer. Okay, well, so we were only there maybe an hour. And I was like, okay, well, we'll just pack up and go home. And on our way out, there's this, this little creek right next to it. It's just a little bit of a runoff from the lake and it's not very deep at all. And they were totally drawn into that and they were having fun running um, in the, and splashing in the water there. And um, right in the middle was this little, kind of just this slight little island, just a little pile of sand where you could run out, almost like a little peninsula. Again, it wasn't very deep. And um, so I'm standing there holding all my bags and things and just watching the boys. Um, just letting them play for a little bit before we head up to the truck and Shay who's, who's two He is so delighted and running around chasing this little butterfly Of course butterflies just all over the place and he chased the butterfly and didn't realize where he was running And he ran right into the water right off that little island part and of course, you know He tripped and fell on his stomach and he's in the water and he just starts crying and screaming and flailing as if he's drowning and so I go over there real quick, you know, knowing, okay, he's fine, he's not dying. And I pick him up to show him, hey, you can actually stand in this water. It probably came up to like uh, halfway up his calf. And, you know, give him a hug and he just, you know, just sniffling and stuff. And I was like, okay, well, it looks, how about we head back to the truck? You know, it's time to go. So I'm holding him and I'm carrying all of our other things, our towels and, um, and my bag and stuff. And, I had to um, climb up this little uh, little bank to get to the top to where the the parking lot is and so I climb up there and I have Shay up there and I put him down and he's doing better and I turn around and I go Kai you need to come up here we're gonna go to the truck and um, so he looks up at me and he's you know just happily with this grin on his face he starts running through the water towards me so he could run on up until he hit a little pothole in the water that he did not see which caused him to now fall on his face and down again it was not very deep but he was flailing and he was all upset thinking he was drowning too so I'm like I just take this like big big breath I drop everything down and I run down there 
and um, and I pick him up and show him you know that he can actually stand up you know the water was like probably to his knees this he was three and a half at the time and um, he was just just sobbing you know and I'm like you're okay you're okay and um, I pick him up and and carry him up up the bank to go to the truck and I I uh, get down on my knees and I talk to both the boys and I I thanked God in my head that this situation was not more extreme. It was in a deep area. I had my eyes close. I had a very good uh, close watch on them so that they didn't get into any extreme danger of drowning. And I took this um, minor mistake and used it to teach them a lesson about being aware of being in the water and that when they do trip and fall in the water, they just need to stand up so that they, they're not drowning and flailing. And I just remember being so thankful that it was such a minor incident, but it allowed me to teach for a greater situation so that they knew how to take care of themselves and that they could actually stand up in this puddle of water. But it really made me think that when our husbands are deployed, sometimes we act as if we are drowning and flailing, but really we're just in a puddle of water. What is going on is real in the scheme of things. It's not huge. It just feels huge and we're dealing with it by ourselves. And sometimes we just have to change our perspective um, on what is, what's going on. And if we can just change it from, nothing happens the way that it's supposed to and everything falls apart when my husband leaves instead of going wow well shoot this kind of sucks this is going to take longer to figure this out but you know what it's a good learning opportunity because um gosh i've always wanted to learn how to fix the truck when you know a tire pops or whatever you know now i know what to do now i know who to call or things like that um so I learned the importance of taking advantage of the small mistakes, the small happenings that could have been way worse to learn how to handle and prepare for the bigger mistakes. And um, one of the ways that I have learned to do that, um, and I've kind of been thankful that God has prepared me each step of the way for different deployments because, um, you know, Kale was gone for a year, but before that, I didn't have such a long year before that. Um, actually. It started out um, when he was gone for six weeks and I remember that to me was like the hardest time for him to be gone because the boys were they were still babies at the time and I remember that that I kind of laugh at myself now I'm like six weeks why did I have such a hard time but I did because I wasn't used to having to take care of two babies by myself but what it prepared me for was the next time he was gone um, the the next year he was gone for six months when the boys were a year and two and a half years old and during that time I was able to struggle and flail in my puddle of water and but I learned to stand up in that puddle of water and I learned to look around and go wow I can actually learn from this I can actually grow and thrive and make the best of this or I can act like a little kid and flail around <laughs> it's like well the flailing isn't getting me anywhere so I'm gonna actually learn from it and then the next step was the next year Kale was gone for a whole year and I remember thinking oh my gosh I can't go through this again last deployment was so terrible and, and God was like well no actually it wasn't remember you learned how to stand up in your puddle of water you learned how to grow and thrive you're like yeah you're, you're right you're right I did okay all right, so when I started that year, I started it from a fresh perspective of I'm not going to just survive. I might have some days where I'm on survival mode, 
that's okay that happens but I'm going to push myself to grow and thrive and I have to tell you because I learned in each of those scenarios when they were smaller and they kept getting a little bit longer that he was gone I learned to make the most of that deployment and that one was the most enriching um, time in my life I grew my confidence in myself. I learned to do things I'd never done before. I grew my faith in God. I learned to trust in Him in ways I'd never had to before. And our marriage grew as well because we learned to communicate through the difficult times. We learned to communicate through the separation. And we both learned to trust God more through that time. And so I just encourage you that as these little things happen that just feel like they're the end of the world, they feel really hard to deal with, maybe it's something new, maybe it's something you've already been through before and you're so mad you have to go through it again, to see every opportunity as an um, everything that happens is an opportunity to learn and grow and to be thankful for God's provision in the midst of that, even when it's hard, even when it's challenging. And as you become stronger, you're able to handle the bigger falls or disappointments or challenges so much easier. And now, um, now that I've gone through a year deployment, Kale, he deploys for three to four months at a time. And I wouldn't say it's totally easy the whole time. There's certainly adjustment times. But oh my gosh, I look at it when I'm struggling one day and I go, seriously, you're going to struggle over three or four months when you made it through a year? Like, this is a piece of cake. You can do this. He's going to be home before you even know it. You better just get your booty moving so that you can actually accomplish the things that you told him you were going to accomplish. And so I'm just so grateful that God gives us those small opportunities to grow our our faith to strengthen us so that when the bigger opportunities come, the bigger challenges, that we're able to handle those more easily. So if you have found this helpful at all in your journey, in your deployment journey, military journey, please share it with two or, th or three of your uh, friends. Go on to iTunes and like me and leave a review. I love hearing from you and um, I hope you have a wonderful and beautiful day and I can't wait to connect with you tomorrow.